Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. When you're dating, it can be so easy to get caught up in the stress and anxiety of every situation. Why aren't they communicating? Why didn't they text me back? Am I getting ghosted? Why is this happening again? Why can't someone commit? I've asked myself all of these questions too, more times than I can count. You wouldn't believe what happens when you approach these situations with a different mindset and focus on solutions instead of problems. I started therapy because I was so stuck on the problems in my dating life. My therapist helped me learn why I was ending up in the same situations over and over and helped me come up with a different way and a different mindset to approach dating. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists anytime. Whether you want to be a better problem solver or a better dater, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash other people today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash other people. Maybe go out with a guy that like you're not really interested in at all. I mean, I know it seems like you're using him, but Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? But, like, Hold on, what? Is that something that... him, you're giving him the opportunity that maybe he wouldn't have gotten and maybe it will work out. Uh, so well, that's like, that's what I was gonna say. That's how, that's the love story. Is that on is that something that people do? Like do girls take out guys <laughs> they don't really like as practice dates? Jonas like has this been every date I've gone on. General, but um I'm just saying if you're nervous after a year and you want to get your feet wet, yeah. you know, maybe there's a guy that you've been talking to for the past like month, but you haven't gone out because of COVID, you just got your vaccine. Maybe you don't want him to be your first date. Oh, you're looking at me like waiting for me to say something. And I'm like, what am I supposed to say? And I was like, oh, right. I say, hey, guys, it's Lana. And then you say, and Jonah. So, and Jonah from Brooklyn. Let's keep this and intro. Jonah from Brooklyn. Yes. Hey. Love it. Um, happy Tuesday, everybody. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Oh, and you're listening to Seeing Other People. Welcome back that, for another episode. That's, that is, yeah, this is Seeing Other People's <laughs> podcast. This is not the daily. This is not... The Victory Podcast. Shout out former friend of uh, friend of the show, Jerry Ferrara. This, this is not Hannah Montana, though I wish it was. Okay. <laughs> the show or a podcast about Hannah Montana? Either. You know, you and should you're do a watching podcast. Disney Hold Channel. Hold on, you should do a podcast about Hannah Montana. I love I mean, like I niche podcasts about like TV shows. You should do a deep dive. Good. I'm very into that in my spare time. I'll add it to my to do list. Coming soon. Alana Montana. That actually has a good ring to it. I like it. I'm a fan. There's a lot of ends in there. Alana Montana. Because there's two ends in my name and two ends in Montana. All right, I have my next my next <laughs> big thing. Stay tuned. Uh, that's a that's a really cool idea. Okay, I'm already yeah. I'm listening. I'm listening to your <laughs> Hannah Montana podcast. Would you so, go by episode or would you go by song? Oh, by song. It would have to be by song. Okay, and you're deriving. It from he the could song be the you- one. Oh my god, that song is amazing every every single song on Hannah Montana as I am like uh you could bring it you know you'll what you always could do? find you your way back home though that's from the movie I know I know you could go yeah. to the Wikipedia you could figure out who wrote those songs and you could bring them on and interview them be like what how did you write for Hannah Montana and when you wrote those songs did you know that Hannah Montana had an alter ego named what was her name the other the real character Miley Cyrus Oh, did she Miley play Miley Stewart? Cyrus? Miley Stewart. That's what Miley I was thinking. Miley Stewart. Yeah. 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 Miley, Miley Stewart. Stewart. And Jackson Rod Stewart. Okay, back to dating. I met the parents last night. Ah, How'd that go? It went great. But the funny part is that before I left, I texted 
Lindsay, we met at Hackney and I was like, Lindsay, just need to double check. I don't need to like try and offer to pay, right? If his parents are taking me out to dinner. She was like, absolutely not. Definitely do not do that. And I was like, okay. So now you, you, you didn't go know. for the wallet grab. You didn't go for I like, the, know you know, they're going to, you know, that they're going to pay, but you have to just <laughs> kind of do that thing where you kind of just like put your hand by the waist. Like you're just putting your hand on the gun, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. like a cowboy. <laughs> Well, I don't want I don't I don't want to come off as like rude and and entitled like I assumed they were going to pay for me. But the, oh, no, what I will yeah. say is like the hard part is like his his dad paid and then I, there was no moment for like as I was I wanted to like jump in with a thank you so much as he was like grabbing the check and putting his card down. Mm. But everyone was talking. So I had to like wait. And it wasn't till like after he handed it back to the waiter and I, like a few minutes later that I was able to say like, thank you so much. And that whole time I was like. I need someone to take a breath of air so I can say thank you. I don't want him to think I'm rude. Uh, I think you good. did perfectly. I think you did perfectly. Yeah. It was good. And what you guys, what were some of the topics at the table? Um, We talked about a lot of things about like what we all do, what we all like, where like just kind of what the last year has been like for all of us. We talked about, I mentioned my new found passion and love for coloring. We talked nice. about all like the different board games we played with our families and stuff. Um, it was really fun. It was nice. It was good. It Great. Was good. Yeah. Lana, Great why don't you tell us a little bit about our guests that we're going to have today? Yes. So today we are bringing on Alexis, who is more so known as NYC Date Night on Instagram and her amazing website, nycdatenight.com. Alexis mm. has been going around mainly New York City, um, figuring out the best date spots, giving dating advice based on what type of date you're going on. If it's the first date, if it's later on, and she has just become like really like a dating expert and a date, like a date expert more so because of every date spot she knows inside and outside. She also recently launched a bachelor of the week program. And this really fits into our whole concept of every app can be a dating app. And she is mm. featuring uh, bachelors and bachelorettes on her Instagram and doing an Instagram live series with them to help people find love, not on dating apps. And we're going to hear all about that and so much more. Love that. Let's jump right in. You guys hear that? That's the rattling of my mindset wellness CBD rest gummies. And you're going to notice that you hear rattling because it's not full because I've been taking these things every single night for the past month. Almost time for a refill. And you know what I'm going to do to get my refill is I'm going to go to MindsetWellnessCBD.com. I'm going to type in seeing other people as the code and I'm going to get 10% off and free shipping. I also might just email John and Renee, the lovely founders who we actually had on this show a couple episodes ago. And just maybe say, hey, maybe can you send me some more rest gummies as one of your sponsors? I would love some. Um, but no, these these things are really great. We I do take them every night. I'm smelling them right now. They smell like blueberry candy. It reminds me of 90s summer, being a kid, playing in the, the lawn, although I'm from New York, so I don't necessarily know what lawn I'm, I'm imagining, but um, these things are really great. Rest gummies with CBD, uh, sorry, with melatonin and CBD. So it's like perfect to take 30 minutes before bed, just help wind down. I was reading a play last night and I was I felt very immersed in the play as uh, I took this gummy and it's non-GMO, it's gluten-free, they're great. I seriously take them all the time. And again, that's the proof. Go to seeing other people. Um, sorry, go to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use our code, seeing other people, 10% off and free shipping. We appreciate our sponsor, 
mindset, wellness, CBD. Back to the episode. Here we go. Alexis, welcome. We are so excited to have you with us. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Welcome you, to seeing oh, other people, Alexis. Oh, Lana. Not, always... not Hannah Montana. Remember, this is yeah. not Hannah Montana. Um, Alexis, do you want to give everyone a little bit more of an in-depth intro of yourself? Um, so my name's Alexis and I started the page NYC date night, um, probably like three years ago, maybe four, I have no idea. I was teaching at the time. So I was kind of teaching full time and doing this on the side and, uh, it started to grow pretty quickly. And about two years in, I started doing it full time. I'm a native New Yorker. Uh, now in my 30s, but I started it when I was in my 20s. And uh, I was going out all the time to eat. I was single, I was dating. So the kind of two, those two things that I was doing in my life, just organically uh, gave me the idea to start this page. Congrats on uh, being able to do that full time. That's cool. A lot of our listeners are like entrepreneurs in their own right, who I think are doing similar stuff. So that's exciting to hear. Where are you? You're, you're born and raised in New York City. I am. Where Where did you go to high school? Hewitt. I went to Fieldston. Shout out. Okay. Cool. Oh wait, are you Lindsay Metzler? Do you know Lindsay Metzler? Didn't she go to? Yeah, Hewitt? yeah, I know her. Yeah. Yeah, we both Sh- went to Hewitt. And Shout out, I was Lindsay. With Allie, um, her older sister. Her older sister. And did you do the sleepaway camp thing? Uh, yeah, of course. You Are know? you Jewish? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes people don't know what we're talking about, but I like to connect with people on where they went to camp when that's an option. Yeah, my camp wasn't like the typical like Laurel South or wherever everybody went. That's where I went. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Hold out. Hold up. Also, no, no, no. Laurel is the basic one. Laurel's like the yeah. eight week one where all oh, like the bougie Laurel kids go. Laurel South isn't, that's unique. Laurel South is indie, dope. We're You're so outdoorsy. <laughs> totally. And different. Yeah. Uh, so different. Um, I went to Pierce Camp Birchmont. So they have a day camp in Roslyn and their sleepaway camp is in New Hampshire. I hated it. I mean, I don't like nothing wrong with Birch or not Birch. Uh, Birchmont. Um, it was a great camp. I just hated like sleepaway camp. God, yeah. yeah, I'm on the same boat as you. I really was like, I just want to hand out my dogs and my parents. Yeah. And then, I was so excited know. to like on the bus ride home, I would just like be counting the seconds until I got to go to Sushi of Gary. Oh and my God. Yeah. Like literally I was like 12 years old and just, that's what I was looking forward to. That's hilarious. So, so you're 12 years old thinking about going to get sushi. That seems like there's a connective tissue to perhaps what your full-time job now is, which yes. is, you know, it sounds like, do you, do you have a passion for eating out? I mean, is that. Yeah. So yeah. I was kind of like, when I started at first when in my low twenties, I was like, Oh, I'll be a teacher and then I'll get married and you know, I'll just raise babies and teachers perfect because it has like summers off and gets out early. And then I started getting older and um, you know, I broke up with my boyfriend that I had in my lower twenties and I was single and I was just kind of having like this crisis of like, I'm not married with kids and I'm not like super passionate about what I do. So everybody would ask me what I'm passionate about. And I was nervous or not nervous. I was just like embarrassed to say going out to eat. Cause like, <laughs> is that really considered a passion? But like that, that's kind of the only thing that excited me. So mm. um, also in high school, like 
teachers came and kind of introduced, like at our graduation, they like said what they thought we were going to do with our lives. And the, the teacher that represented me said that they thought I was going to be a food critic. No so, way. Yeah. And I it didn't even, I mean, I that was like kind of a very far-fetched dream, but I didn't even think of pursuing it. I just, you know, I majored in marketing. I worked in marketing for a year and then I became a teacher. And so Instagram is so great or just like all the social media because it's kind of giving people the chance to pursue their passions where they probably wouldn't have been able to. Yeah, absolutely. Would you consider, Oh, sorry, Lana, go. No, you go. I was going to say, would you consider yourself like, is it, is it food criticism? Like, is that something that is, is the, is it the same thing? And, And if so, what are like the, for those who don't know, like what is, what defines like a food critic versus someone who just enjoys like going to Shake Shack and be like, Oh, that's a good burger. Um, I mean, no. If someone asked me what I did, I wouldn't say I'm a food critic at all. But going out to restaurants and trying new places is very much like a part of NYC date night. So it is an aspect of it. But I mean, I appreciate like my sister, for example, she could she's okay ordering in every night of the week, going to a new spot once every few months. She just doesn't care. I'm just like that's what I enjoy most, just going out, trying new restaurants. And I mean, I feel like I have a pretty great palate. I could tell you if something's good, if something's bad. Um, I'm pretty good at describing. I've always been kind of like a good creative writer um, and just creative in general. So it just all kind of came naturally. So question, how did starting NYC Date Night and and doing all this, how did it actually impact your dating life? Because you mentioned that you had just gotten out of a relationship and this was your new thing and you combined like a few different things. So how did that actually like maybe help your dating life? Um, So I didn't just get out of a relationship. I was single for like a while when I started NYC date night, I was just kind of like freaking out. I was like, I can't, it was impossible. I was dating in the city. I had a boyfriend for three years between like 23 and 26 or something like that. And then for like three years, I was single before I started NYC date night. And, um, it helped me because I stopped putting so much pressure on the dates and I was, I became so obsessed with growing my page that I saw every date as an opportunity to get good content. So I like, instead of like getting so nervous, like to meet this new guy, I was like, Oh, I better find a time to get him to take a picture of me (laughs) and like find time to like, you know, take videos of the place. And I was like, who cares about the guy? You know, I mean, obviously I still cared, but it, it really took the pressure off and I don't know. I wasn't really embarrassed to ask guys to take pictures of me. I was like, if they don't, I didn't have them take photo shoots, you know, for two hours. I was like a quick (laughs) photo snap, whatever. Um, And it gave me something to talk about. I was like, yeah, I started this page, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of people thought it was really cool that I was trying to start this new concept and like grow a business for myself. When, so the, we relate to that a lot because I think sometimes we go out with people and although Lana are both like sort of down, Lana officially has a boyfriend. I'm like seeing somebody. Ooh, so it's, yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you know, what well, it's at different levels of like serious, I got, you know, whatever I'm going on consistent dates with somebody and she's really cool. Yay, but, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, the, 
you know, we relate to this idea that sometimes when you work in this space, it's like, well, what is material versus what is real? And I think all of it's always sincerely real. But if you are going to talk about dating, why not use your everyday life as, as perhaps inspiration? Obviously, you don't want to throw anyone under the bus or whatnot. But um, so logistical question that just came up in it. This is sort of jumping ahead. I must know now because so you made this your business. Amazing. You get to go try all these different restaurants. And at a certain period of time, it sounds like you would go on dates with guys to these places and that would act as your business and content. Just a question I'm not. Do you get the meals for free? And if you don't get the meals for free, does that mean that like, are you always paying? And if you're not always paying, because, you know, it's 2021, there's a lot of debate over who should pay on a first date. It's a big a debate of, among our big listeners. Debate. Guys, for the most part, every guy I'm friends with always insists on paying on the first date. So therefore, is the guy paying for that? And therefore, the content is going on your account. Tell us the breakdown of like the logistics. Okay. Well, first of all, I have a boyfriend now for a couple of years. We live together. But Congrats. when I was dating, absolutely not. I mean, I didn't... I, yes, I get a ton of meals for free, but I would never bring like a first, second, or third date to a comped meal. Like that had... I would still ask them to take a quick picture of me, but no, yeah. they, I'm a very, very strong believer that the guy should be courting the girl in the beginning. Um, maybe old fashioned, but I'm not like, oh, you know, I'm not a huge like woman. Obviously, I believe equal rights for women and men, but I feel like we can have women empowerment and be equal while guys still court us. I just yeah. feel like it doesn't have to like, it can go hand, it's, one doesn't have to affect the other. In terms of date spots, because there, there's a few big topics we want to cover. The first being date spots. So what would you recommend would be the ideal first date spot? Like what type of place and why? And then kind of going into like then a second date and a third date. How do you choose what or recommend people choose what type of place to go to? And, and similarly, what where should you not go on a date or a first date? And yeah. Why? So I feel like what you shouldn't do is you shouldn't take her to a dive bar. You also probably, if it's like a first app date, um, like you've actually never met, you don't need to, or you shouldn't take her for like, you know, an omakase meal. Like there's a good in between. I also don't really like like those kind of speakeasy type things for a first date because a lot of times you can't get in right away and it makes it super awkward if you meet there and then they're, you know, the guy's standing in front and he says, you know, it's an hour wait. And then you're walking around deciding where to go in between. I feel like you should go somewhere that's nice, but also casual, like a wine bar or like a more casual cocktail bar. Um, the most important thing is for, I think, going back to like the guy courting girl, uh, the guy should ask, you know, where the girl lives, pick somewhere convenient for her, whether that's in between the two of them, if that's convenient for her or in her neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, but he shouldn't like request the place, you know, his local spot on his street. That's just such a turnoff to me. Um, I've definitely been on dates where I find out they live a block away. And I'm like, yeah. I literally will be like, are you kidding me? Like you brought Same. me to your spot? No, it's, no. It's just the worst feeling to like, you get already, you know, you take all this time to pick out your outfit, look good. You take an Uber just to find out that they like threw on a pair of pants and walked downstairs to their like same spot where the bartender's seen them on 50 other dates. <laughs> exactly. I mean, they know that. each other by name and like, oh, it's just grossed me out just thinking yeah. about it. 
So yeah, like take her to somewhere. No one's impressed that like, you know, the whole staff. Um, it's like not cool. Like I would rather you take me to a place that you've never been to, or maybe been to once and thought to yourself, oh, this would be a great spot to take a girl that I really like, or I'm excited to, you know, meet, um, ask her if she likes wine or cocktails, stuff like that. Like just kind of show that you're being a little thoughtful before you even meet. Um, as girls, we have to like do a lot more to get ready for a date. Like we have to do our hair, our makeup. We maybe get a manicure. So come to us, find out if we like wine or cocktails, all that stuff. Then, yeah, I mean, personally, me, I'm a wine girl. So I would love if someone took me to like a wine bar. I always like like Amphora wine bar in the West Village. Um, Pierre Loti. It was like spots that, um, you know, we knew we could sit down right away. You could get little bites to eat, too. But it's not a restaurant. Hmm. Um, so yeah. Interesting. Okay. I... I'm hung up on one thing that you said early on. This, I knew which you were is, going to. Be, I was waiting for you to bring this up. Well, what is it the dive bar thing? Because I actually think that I've had so many wonderful experiences going to like a shitty dive bar with like one dollar tequila shots, where it's like a you know literally somewhere you probably wouldn't even know existed. We've had an amazing conversation. We've eventually dated, and the amount of times I'll be on Hinge and literally see women whose Instagram say. I'm just like, I love dive bars, like shitty dive bar, beer in a shot okay, vibe. Listen, if, yeah. if the girl you're talking to on Instagram says, I love a shitty dive bar, then Damn. take her to a shitty dive bar. I'm saying yeah. I would never have that in my profile. Yeah. But when I was younger, like if I went on a great date to like, you know, a wine bar, casual cocktail bar, we had like some drinks, we were really vibing. And then we ended up at the dive bar on the corner because we just wanted to keep the night going. And we had some tequila shots or whatever. That's fine. But I'm saying okay. the first place to take her to meet, assuming that she doesn't have in her hinge profile that she wants <laughs> bars, which like good for her, but not my thing. Um, I don't know. I just remember like meeting a guy one time at a shitty dive bar and it just smelled disgusting and it was crowded and I was just like, really? You couldn't take me like there was a wine, you know, it's just not like the best place to form you know a good connection for the first time but it's also like are you thinking about dating when you're 22 or are you thinking about dating when you're 29 yeah that's a good okay and, and that's that's i completely it sounds like we we agree that it just depends on the personal preference of the person but yeah i i i hear all that i i wonder you've been to so many different places you know have you tried so many different places are there key factors physically that 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 you know work for your favorite spots i'll give you a quick example my whole pitch is i love cute little spots cls as we like to call it <laughs> um cute little spots someone's like what is a cute little spot i'm like well it's dimly lit maybe there's brick walls it kind of looks like an old cellar of some sort yeah, and like um and, and that's like the general vibe that i like i'm curious in all these places you've, you've gone to what are the certain things regardless of where it is that are qualities that you look for uh, in a place that you would suggest to somebody as a first date? I mean, cute little spot is right up my alley. Like there's uh, the wine bar Ben Servin or Bon Servant uh, in the West Ooh. Village. It's like a little, <laughs> I don't know how you're supposed to pronounce it, but it's like a little hole in the wall with like exposed brick, um, amazing wine, like meat and cheese plates. I love that. Uh, anything dimly lit, I do think that that's important for a first date for me because just makes me feel more comfortable. Um, you know, yeah, just 
I, those things I like, like comfortable, like, uh, maybe booth seating. Um, what's your stance on volume of environment? Saki bar, decibel or disciple, however it's pronounced. Like that's a place I remember I used to go on dates there. Yeah. And by the way, the comment you made about like, you know, a guy's inviting girls to places next underneath their house to just to defend some of the homies out there who might do that a lot of times there's a whole thing about initiative and who should ask out who and how to do what. And so I, we did an episode about what guys wish girls knew. And a lot of things we talk about is like, we wish a girl would just ask us out. We wish someone would just like ask us out and make the plan and do it. And I understand gender normalities, whatever that is in 2021. But some of the problem with this is that it's, it's more overwhelming than we think, which is a great reason that your Instagram exists. But like, there are so many fucking places out there. And if I know that the place downstairs from my place has seating is good, and like, will be fun. Why would I not suggest that place? And granted, you want to make sure every time I used to go on a date, I'd be like, where do you live? I'll come meet you halfway. I'll come near your place. Selfishly, maybe it's like I want to escape the situation have being control of that. But um, that I think is like where that might stem from. I don't think it's a matter of like trying to look cool and be like, yo, I know the bartender here because I'm here on every single date. It's just like, you know, it works. So why change it? Because there's so many things that could go wrong if you go somewhere else. Right. But it's also like zero effort and it's different. I mean, does she live in that area too? And has she never been there? And so would it be a great place? Maybe. But if you live in the West Village and she lives on the Upper East Side, being, you know, right away suggesting the place downstairs is just not, I just don't think it's the move. I think you could say like, so like, you know, how late do you work? Should, would you like me to come to you? Do you want to meet in the middle? I also know an amazing spot right near me, you know, give her some options if, you know, for sure. It is just an overwhelming process like that, especially in New York where there's so many different spots, but yes. I, yeah, I, I see your point. Wait, so, oh, fuck, what was I? I actually had a very specific question about that. Oh, we were talking about Saki Bar. Oh, volume, volume control. Saki Bar, Decibel or Disciple, whatever it's, however it's pronounced. Yeah. Very, very loud spot. And I yeah. used to go there on dates and be like, I liked loud people at the time. So like, yeah. it'd be like a test. Like if you're super soft-spoken like this and like, right. I can't function with someone like that. But if you're like, what up? This place is dope. Like, yeah. Like, you know, like that. I'm like, oh, this is great. Do you, your thoughts? You're like testing people. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to test anyone. I'm just trying to do like a vibe check. It which seems is, like you're <laughs> testing people. Do you think... You know, in your experience, are you considering these places? Are you like going into somewhere and being like, what's the volume like? You know, is it is it is that is that the minutia that you get into? Sure. I mean, there have been places where it's felt too loud. I've been on first dates to Saki Bar Decibel. I've, I found it to be like an average first date spot. It's like <gasps> a little bit too dark. You do kind of have to like wait in that oh weird line like upstairs. Yes. It yes. is cool. Like it was a place that like I did you know, post about and suggest, and it is definitely a first state spot. It's not like, yeah. Oh no, that's a red flag, but it's just not my it's yes. You kind of have to scream over people. You don't like get seated right away. It's, um, it's kind of too dark to really know what the other person is looking like 
And giving a shout out to Mindset Wellness CBD, our favorite, best, amazing sponsor. I have my happy gummies here, which I, as you know, have been taking. And that's probably the reason my life is growing great right now because I just feel good. I'm happy. I don't let the little things bother me. Um, But what I want to talk about today is the Focus Gummies because they have put me in the best mindset to actually get work done, um, do all of our Instagram stories, talking to you guys, all those polls that you love, uh, especially on Fridays, my AMA day. Those take a lot of work now that I'm doing captions with them. And so I love popping my Focus Gummy so that I can really just zone in and get in the zone and just be in the mood to get all my work done. And it's seriously amazing. Like I wish I had these while I was like in college and actually doing a desk job because they're phenomenal. So I'm going to go take my happy gummy right now though, because I want, I want that vibe for the rest of this episode and I will talk to you all later. But before you go head to mindsetwellnesscbd.com and use code seeing other people for 10% off and free shipping. So switching gears a bit, a lot of our listeners have been messaging us and emailing us saying that they really haven't been out on a date in over a year because of COVID. So in terms of getting back out there, uh, let's all talk about a few ways that people can kind of ease themselves back into dating without feeling too anxious and also like easing ourselves back into going to restaurants because a lot of us haven't done that in a while. Um, Alexis and Jonah, are there any places like let's say let's say Jonah asks a girl like, Oh, like, where do you live? Like, what are you thinking? And she says, like, I live in the West village, but I'm actually not comfortable going to restaurants yet. Like what else do you have in mind? What are other types of like date spots or date activities people can do as they kind of get back out there? Oh man. I mean, I just feel like if you're going to be dating and if you're not even comfortable going to outdoor restaurants, then I would just say, take a walk, um, <laughs> you know, bring a little like drink, you know, I love my June shine, um, probiotic, uh, hard kombuchas for the walk and walk around the park. I don't, Shout let out. me think. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult to, cause I wouldn't, I don't want to say go to an apartment. Um, but I definitely would ask if they're comfortable sitting in, you know, indoors. Otherwise, you'll find a good place outdoors or, you you know, you know, this place that has like private yurts or whatever it is. Um, yeah. But I don't know. It's tough because like a lot of activity stuff is kind of difficult. Maybe that's still closed or, you know. It's just kind of like you have to get on a wait list and reserve it. I like what you mentioned about asking if people are comfortable doing indoors. And I think that's something that we all need to remember to still do because not like not everyone is fully vaccinated yet, especially like in New York, most people are now, but in a lot of other states and countries, people still are not. So I think that was one thing I kind of struggled with over the last few months was going on dates and people like the guys saying, like, okay, I'm making a reservation for this place. And me in my head being like, I don't know if this guy thinks that I'm like willing to eat inside because right now I'm not. Right. So I think, I think having that conversation and if, if you're, the person wondering like, Oh, did they make this reservation indoor or outdoor or, Oh, like I only want to do outdoor. I hope they know that. Like, just don't be afraid to communicate that. Totally. Right I mean, that. As a girl in general, don't be afraid to communicate anything. If a guy suggests a date, a place that you've maybe it's too far from you or you've been and you didn't like or whatever, you could be like, Oh, that's, you know, 
such a great spot, but I've been meaning to try this. Would you, you know, I just don't think, I think there's a lot of, a lot of girls are too hesitant to kind of say anything. And I feel like I kind of take, especially on the apps, I would not take any guy too seriously. Um, it's like, they're, I always say they're nobody until they're somebody. So just say what you want, do what you want. Like, don't be afraid. Even if like you're talking for an extended period of time and you're like, oh my gosh, when is this guy ever going to ask me out? Just be like, so are we going to meet up or what? Like, are we ever going to meet in real life? Like initiate it. Because sometimes guys, they're not on the same timetable as us often. But off of that, I do think rather than saying, are we ever going to meet up in real life? Say, Hey, I would like to get drinks. (laughs) Cause I feel like a lot of women on dating apps are afraid to ask out the guy. Sure. Sure. You can say that. I mean, I think they mean the same thing. Um, I don't, I don't feel like I need to formally be like, Hey, would you like to go on a date with me, I feel like you could say they're both, they both mean I want to go on a date, whether you're comfortable kind of putting it all out there like that, or if you want to say it more casually, that's kind of up to you and the person that you are. I do feel like someone saying to me, Hey, are we ever going to meet up in real life is slightly more aggressive than saying, I would love to grab drinks sometime. Cause I would never text a woman on an app. Are we ever going to meet up? <laughs> like that was, that was <laughs> no, not, me, no okay, res- not are we ever going to meet up, but so are we gonna, I don't know, I haven't been on the apps in a while, but I guess I just like, I just felt like I know a lot of times I would be talking to guys and they would keep talking for days and days. And I'd be like, this is ridiculous already. Like, yeah. I don't need to just ask out. me out. Yeah. So I would maybe say something like a little bit, you know, flirty, funny, like jabby, like, oh, so have you, were you ever planning on asking me out without kind of saying that? So I don't know. Okay. I could say the perfect thing, but I'm not, I'm like I said before, like I'm all about, I do love when the guy courts a girl. I like it when the guy like gets the point I was attracted to, you know, for my boyfriend, for example, we were messaging for like a day and then he asked me out kind of right away. Like after a few exchanges of like getting to know the basics Mm -hmm. and And I'm attracted to that kind of confidence and initiative. That's what like the research does show that, like it's under 10 messages is the sweet spot to getting off the app and, and mm. bringing up a date. And, and that's all you need. Exactly. That's what, should, that's what it should be. Yeah. Cause I know sometimes people are like, well, I need to know if they're interested in me. Like you matched on a dating app. You right. liked them. Said that's sh- that is saying, hi, I might be interested in you. They liked you back. Hi, same. Okay. Now we talk. Okay. Let's get to the date. Totally. Let's get this show on the road. Exactly. Roll roll sound, pictures up. (laughs) For people who are great, they said hi to each other, they got on the date, and it's both their first dates in the last year. What are some things that they can talk about on the date? Because I feel like a lot of people's conversations now are just like COVID, pandemic, this past year of doing nothing. Oh my gosh. That's just, I know, I mean, I'm not dating, but I do know that. I was with my girlfriend the other weekend. Um, she came to visit me from Miami and she was messaging with this guy from an app. And she mentioned, she was like, oh my God, this is literally like the 16th time he mentioned the word COVID Oof. in like this past conversation within the day, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah. oh, we're sick of hearing it. Like we all know it's there. Like we've all dealt with it. Um, I just feel like you should try to, not be like, oh, vaccine, did you get it? I'm about to get it. 
that the conversation doesn't need to revolve around that. Um, so there's, you know, you talk about maybe what you're planning on doing this summer. Maybe you're planning some trips finally. Um, what, you know, the positive things that's happened to you this year, you know, you got more into like at home workouts, which is so great because you don't have to go to like spend, you know, 40, $50 at berries a few times a week. Like you really, you got into cooking and then that can segue into like, you know, you're cooking for him one week and a whole other conversation. Um, if you're really nervous about dating for the first time, go on some practice dates, go out with friends, um, mm -hmm. maybe go out with a guy that like, you're not really interested in at all. I mean, I know it seems like you're using him, but you're giving him the opportunity that maybe he wouldn't have gotten and maybe it will work out. Uh, so well, that's, like, that's what I was going to say. That's, how, that's the love story. Is that on? Is that something that people do? Like, do girls take out guys <laughs> they don't really like as practice dates? Jonah's like, has this been every date I've gone on? General, but um, I'm just saying, if you're nervous after a year and you want to get your feet wet, yeah, you know, maybe there's a guy that you've been talking to for the past like month, but you haven't gone out because of COVID. You just got your vaccine. Maybe you don't want him to be your first date. It's too much pressure. You want to go out with like that random guy that you're kind of not super excited about first. Jonah, this could be your other business, like how you're the person who I'm the doula. Bring, yeah, yes, you're the dating I'm the doula relationship for post, doula. post breakup before getting <laughs> going on dates. Yeah. That's what Jonah was for me. Jonah and I matched That's on right. Hinge. No, and he yeah. was my first dating experience after a breakup when I was oh so not ready to date. <laughs> oh my gosh! Are. Did you guys go on more than one date? We went, we went on a few on dates. Three, three, I think three total. And, and now we have a podcast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, wow. Wait. Okay. Wait. I love this idea. That, <laughs> like going on that date. Also to the effect of like talking about COVID, like the people listening, if someone's all they're talking about is COVID, just play the fun game of saying, let's play a game where we don't mention COVID at all. Yeah. That way it's like, not, we're not keeping it in. It's just like, Hey, we're just, we put on the table. We both know this shit went down. Let's just mm -hmm. play this Mad Lib game of whatever you do, don't say it's floor is lava, but floor is COVID. So yeah, like anytime either of us says the word COVID, we drink. Yeah, I like that's that. A fun way to do oh, it. I like that idea a lot, actually. That's yeah. a fun. Uh, great. Well, we we have some people who are in need of some advice from us. Uh, some of our listeners have written us in questions. Um, we have two questions here. And if you guys you guys do want to write us in, see with people podcast at gmail.com. Of course, on our Patreon, we prioritize those questions and sign to the DMs. We'll find your question. We'll get it answered. Alana, I'll take this first one. You want to take the second one? Sounds good. But don't slide into my DMs. My DMs are officially closed. <laughs> A quick reminder that Alana's DMs are closed. <laughs> hey, guys, I love your podcast. Not sure if you'll read this, but really need some advice. We are reading it. Um, regarding ghosting, three weeks ago, I went on a first date with a guy who then stayed over at my place. I had a really fun night with him and thought I would express it. We didn't exchange numbers, but I messaged him on the app that I had a fun night and would like to do it again. He replied 24 hours later that he also had a fun night and it sounded good. Also, that we should make plans sometime. I suggested two days, and he replied that he would be gone over the weekend, but maybe, in quotes, next week. I reply, sure. I might be free this um, this and that, this and this day. Text me when you get back. Also, I left my number. Now it's been two weeks since. I have never heard from him again. Should I follow up or actually admit to myself that I got ghosted and he's just not that interested? I know he's back in town since I can see his distance on the app. Thanks. Oh, gosh. Admit it to yourself. 
tale yeah. as old as time. It's rough. <laughs> it's rough, especially because he stayed over. So that probably got your hopes up like, oh, this went really well, which is. I shitty. mean, guys <laughs> want to have sex. So I don't think that that means it went really well. Um, I think that means that he wanted to sleep with you. We don't know they had sex, though. He said she, they just said stay over. Well, let's assume. Never assume. Jonah likes cuddling sleepovers, as do uh, I. Yeah, cuddling sleepovers <laughs> are great. Also, like, myth, guys want sex. Myth. You know how, how many of my guy friends were like, we don't, like, sex is not on our mind? This is a whole other episode. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> but I do feel that she's being Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. It is a classic case of ghosting. Um, and it's not a great start and great look. If you really feel like you had a strong connection to this person, reach out for clarity. Hey, I just want to get a sense here if, you know, you, you actually want to get together or not. And then like, no worries if not, just I'm, I'm looking to get clarity. Oh my God, I would rather die than do that. But yeah. I, feel, right, I well. feel like rather than making it sound like this whole serious thing, what I would do, like, you know, he's back in town, whatever. Just be like, hey, let me know if you want to grab a drink. Like, let me know if you're still down to grab a drink this week. Personally, me, I would just yeah. keep it as it is. There is no, you couldn't pay me enough to contact this guy. I mean, <laughs> this girl openly expressed that she had a good time, which is something that I know, Jonah, you'll probably disagree with, but I do not think, especially on a first date, you ever need to do. You can show the guy that you're enjoying yourself by, you know, smiling, maybe kissing, touching. But there is absolutely never a need to be like, I'm having such a good time on this date. Like, <laughs> you need to leave that date. He should leave being like, wow, that was amazing. I hope she likes me. Yeah. By you expressing that you're having such a great time, he's not hoping anything. Therefore, the chase is gone. And it's just kind of like those first few dates. It's all about the games, obviously. Yeah. It's not about the games in a real relationship, but like you need to start with a little bit of like, you know, oh, I hope he likes me. I hope she likes me type of thing. So that's the first thing that she did wrong. Um, I hate dating. Continue. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. And I'm also like not the type of person that would ever that would say like, oh, I'm having such a good time. That's just not me. It's like you can tell, hopefully. It's just yeah. everyone's different. But I just don't think in dating you ever need to. I openly expressed that on the first date. And then if he didn't ask for your number, I mean, he he can find a way to get in contact with you. I actually, when I was single, I would, there was a few times, I was never a slut, but there was a few times where I, you know, was out partying, met someone, slept over, and then I would leave before they woke up. That was kind of my thing. Whoa, and whoa. It was kind of my thing. When I say it was my thing, it was like I did it like probably three times. I would leave because I'm like, I don't know, you know, fuck this. I'm not like waiting around hoping you take me to breakfast. I would leave. They would always find a way to contact me if they didn't have my number. I would get a message on Facebook at the time or whatever it is. Mm. I mean, there's so many ways to find. Like, it's just either they'll ask you for your number, they'll make sure to, or they'll find a way to contact you. Yeah. Wow, the get up and leave. I it's so movie. This I've never had years that. Ago, years. Yeah. I mean, it's a move. It's a bold. It's a power move. Honestly, it, it's like yeah. I'm all about that. It's like you need to exude confidence. You know, yeah. it's like 
I will say, and I, I agree with you more than me, maybe you think I disagree with you. And the one time that I actually told this person that I really had a great time on our date and that, you know, she didn't need to doubt that we had a good, like, I was like, Hey, I want to be very clear. I had a great time and I want to see you again. I like looked at her in the eyes and said, I don't want any fucking games. I'm 30 years old. I don't need to play games with you. She ghosted me. So, so like the one time I tried that, it failed miserably. Um, well, so. I do, I do think that it is. It could be kind of nice. It's not necessary by either party, but it's not as big of a no-no for guys to say it to girls. Jonah told me he liked me on our first date. <laughs> all, all rules are off the book you know in, in my particular case, but it is interesting that like. And by the way, just the story I just told about the person ghosting me, like she properly ghosted me. I texted her saying, "Are you home safe?" She was like, "Yes." And then I was like, "So you know, I would love to see you again." Then you know, no response. Then like, okay, like just following up, make sure you know you got there. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And okay. like you know, a, yeah, a proper like, ghosting. Yeah, but that's like, don't ghost. Necessary, like just answer. Just answer. Yeah, and just she's. Answer. That's like yeah. she couldn't take the time to answer you. That's one. It's I have a whole like my ghosting theories are convoluted, but that is a proper ghost, and that's fucked up. It was a clean, sli- clean, perfectly <laughs> clean sliced ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Alana, next question. Yes. Okay. If someone asks me out and suggests going to dinner or drinks at a specific place, and I don't want to go to that place because it reminds me of an ex, what do I do? I can't tell them that, obviously, but don't want to be rude about their date spot choice. But I know I won't be in the best mindset or able to focus on the date if we go there. Help. Um, I mean, I kind of touched on that earlier. I don't yeah. think that you should be worried to suggest a new spot. He suggested something... I don't think that you should just say like, no, I don't want to go there. What's another option? I think you should have an option ready um, for him to make it easy. So as long as you have a backup plan, I don't think he's going to really care. You know, you could be like, oh, that I love that spot, but recently went there a bunch. I've been meaning to try this place. You know, love that. Yeah, that's perfect. Easy. Also, real quick, I think as as a guy, I don't think if someone said to me, I can't go to this place because it reminds me of my ex, I would not care. I'd be like, that's hilarious. Let's not go there. Let's avoid it at all costs. I think you can bring that up on the date, like as yeah, a funny thing, but like definitely, definitely not before not you've before. met. Like, like, oh, now you're making me think of my ex. Yeah, I liked Alexis's great answer. That was great. All right. Just tell, me. Um, <laughs> tell me what it is. Sorry. Well, okay. So before we close out, Alexis, would love for you to just give a little background about your Bachelor of the Week program for our listeners and let them know how they can participate and get involved. Yeah. So basically, the idea came from my sister when um, I, anytime I posted like a remotely cute guy on my stories, whether it was my brother or a friend or whatever. Um, like between the ages of like 20 and 40, uh, I would get bombarded with DMs from girls being like, is he single? You know, Mm. who is that? Blah, blah, blah. So I told my sister that and she's like, wow, there's obviously a lot of single New York City girls that follow you that are, you know, could use some help. They're, you know, Mm. looking. So she came up with this Bachelor of the Week idea. Every week I present a new person and I just started Bachelorettes too. So I present either, I post about a new eligible guy or girl each week, and then I go live with them usually on Wednesday nights. The point is that on these dating apps, you see pictures, you talk to them, but you don't, unless you FaceTime with them, you don't really see their facial expressions and, you know, you don't hear the tone of their voice. There's just so much that you can learn from a video call. Um, so I kind of am going on that first date for them, for all these single followers to tune in and be like, 
oh, I actually, you know, maybe a lot of times they have seen these guys on maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're wow. like, maybe, maybe they matched with them, but they weren't really sure if they actually wanted to go out with them or not. They saw them on my live. Um, I asked the guys questions. I kind of, we kind of get to know them about their family and that, you know, kind of flips them one way or the other. Like, oh, I do want to go out with him or no, he's not really for me. You know, I did, um, I'm not going to mention the name, but you did have a bachelor on an IG live that I previously have gone out with, hooked up with, whatever you want to call it. And mm. I, we had matched on Hinge a few times after and I DM'd him being whacked when he like posted on his Instagram. And I was like, you know, you could have just responded to my Hinge message. Instead. And he didn't answer. Was it Corey? <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. No, but it's like, that's kind of, anyway, after the live, I have a swipe up where girls can apply to uh, date them when they answer some questions, submit some pictures. We then submit all the applicants, or we show the guy all the applications and he picks two girls or one girl that he wants to get to know and um, hmm. they go out. So amazing. Love this. We are always looking for ways for our listeners to meet people digitally that aren't on the apps. And this sounds like a great way to do it. Um, yeah. we do, we do need to wrap our show. We appreciate everyone listening and being here and hanging out with us today. Uh, Alexis, where can our listeners find you? Um, NYC date night, NYC on Instagram or on my website. Amazing. Thank you so much for being with us and we will talk to everyone soon. 